Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the uh, host of Best of Us Investors. We're a tribe of, of folks who have a common interest in making money in the stock market. And I got an email uh, this morning, and it was from Nidhi, N-I-D-H-I. And Nidhi shared with me that he's been watching my videos for quite some time. And over the last two months, he has <clears throat> lost a substantial amount of money. And he was asking me, what should he do? Well, I wrote back to Nidhi and I said that um, I appreciated his situation, but I'm not legally allowed to give him personal advice relative to his investments because I'm no longer a licensed financial advisor. I used to be, but um, my licenses have lapsed. And if I was caught giving you personal financial advice, I would risk going to jail. So I'm not going to do that. But I said to Nijai, watch my videos and I'll give you my take on what you should do if you followed what I have suggested you do. And both, everything I've suggested you do is different than what a lot of people have suggested because I invest for the future. Right now, I am making my investments based on what I think the world is going to look like in 2030. In fact, I'm reading a book uh, with the title of 2030. How did I find that book? A member of my tribe told me about it. That's how I found most of the books that I read. Uh, I'm not interested. Well, I'm interested because it hurts to see your, your, your uh, investment portfolio go down. But I don't respond to today's action or tomorrow's. I am looking into the future. And, and so, it, it's difficult to see a substantial decrease. I've, I've probably lost 15 to 20% in my portfolio in the last uh, 30 days. So it's not easy. So to gain strength, to gain uh, belief, I go back in the past and try to gain some, some knowledge. So that's what I want to do in this video is share with you some of my findings by looking at past history to give me some indication of what I might be able to expect over the next two, five, ten years. So that's what this video is about uh, and I think it's going to open your eyes and make you feel a little bit better about what your investments are in and what your future looks like. So stay with me. Uh, I think you'll find it interesting. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, so what I did was I said, was what happened in, I, I've, I'm 76 years old, so I've been around. I've seen the dot-com bubble. I've seen the subprime crisis. I've seen, I've seen some very drastic movements in the market. But I know that if I create a chart of uh, the, the Dow and the, and the NASDAQ and put it on monthly, I can do that on my trading views. And if you don't have this charting capability, to go down into the description under tools, it'll give you a link to trading views and you can do that. So, <coughs> excuse me, if I put it on monthly and I go back to say, oh, 1970 and look at the Dow and the NASDAQ, it looks pretty much like a, a, a it, it'll go like this and then it'll just spike up. 
And so that tells me that if I look at long-term history, there's pretty certain that that the, uh, the, the, the trajectory in the future will be up. By 2030, it's going to be higher than it is now. That gives me some comfort. But then what I decided to do was take it down to a daily chart, and I went to Amazon. And I, the last, as I say, the last big crash that I recognized prior to the pandemic was that of 08. And I looked at Amazon August um, 1st through November of 2008. And what I saw was in that period of time, uh, Amazon stock between August and November went from 90 to 35. That's a 60% drop in Amazon from 90 to 35. Now, if I look at Amazon today and compare that 35 to its current price of $3,140, it's had a 90x growth since November of 2008. Now, remember, Amazon was in its infantile stage. It was, it was still not really recognized for the leader in, in digital or in uh, e-commerce. It was probably in in um, 28. It was still it was selling books and it was selling music and it was selling ink for your computer, but it wasn't profitable. It wasn't profitable. So when the subprime crisis occurred, which had nothing to do with e-commerce, but it had to do with the confidence in the financial system, Amazon dropped 60%. Was was that peculiar? Well. I thought, okay, let's look at uh, Microsoft. They were around back then. Microsoft dropped from, in the same period of time, from 28 to 15. That's, hold on to your seats, that's a 89% drop in its price from August to November. It's now up to $236. That's a measly 16x growth over that period of time. Again, did Microsoft have anything to do with the failure of our banking system, with the shenanigans that our banks were doing by giving people mortgages that at no interest rate uh, or interest only for five years and then a balloon at the end and that balloon burst in? in, in. Did, Did Microsoft have anything to do with that? No, not at all. But if you had read if you had done some reading in 2008, in, in, uh, you would have learned about something called the cloud and that, that we were going to move the data off your hard drive into the cloud and that would be where, so, so your computer wouldn't over, overload. That was the basic reason I remember that they talked about the cloud. And then also, if you were somewhere else and you wanted to access the data on your computer from another location, you could because of the cloud. Well, the people in the cloud at that time that were building the cloud were Microsoft and, and, uh, and Amazon. They had nothing to do with real estate. So then I went and I looked at Google. Google in that period of time. Google was more established at this point in uh, 2008. 
they dropped from 252 to 121. That's a 51% drop in price from August, September, October, November in three months. Today, Google is at $2,055. So it's at a 17x increase. Now, then there was this struggling little company uh, that was trying to make, get into uh, the, the phone business. It was called Apple. And its price, get this, in August of, of uh, 2008 was $6.50. You heard me right, $6.50. But wait a second. In that same period of time, it dropped to $2.96. That's a 54% drop. It lost half of its value in three months. Today, it's at 121. Again, did it have anything to do with? No, it had nothing to do with real estate. That's a 40x gain. So, if you had been in the market, would you have sold? Would you have panicked? If you, Nidhai, would you have sold? If you had Microsoft, Google, Amazon, and Apple, and they dropped an average of uh, 55%, would you have sold? Would you be sorry today that you sold? I think you would. I think you would, and I suspect those of you who were in those stocks between August and November did sell, and now you're kicking yourself for doing it. Well, you're in the same exact position today. Recognize it. This was the infancy of the market we know today. This was 12 years ago. So I'm asking you, from everything I've told you over the last year, where is the future? From the fact that we just are getting out of a pandemic that has threatened the health of every individual in the world, where do you think the market is going from here? Come on, where's it going? You, Tim Cook told you. Tim Cook told you uh, in, in, in January of 2019 when he was talking to Jim Cramer. Do you remember what he said? Do you remember? I've told you this at least five times. He said, Jim, go forward 20 years. This was in 19. So now he's talking about 2039. Turn around and look back and tell me what you will remember Apple for. And Apple said, well, I suspect the iPhone. Tim said, no. You will remember us for the changes we made in the delivery of healthcare. That's what he said. Okay? If you don't believe me, believe, believe Tim. This is where this is going. That iPhone... That Samsung Galaxy, whatever you carry in your back pocket or your coat pocket, is going to monitor your health. I just did a video where, where I shared our investment committee, and we looked at a, a stock called Quantum Eye, and it's about sequencing your protein. And one of my analysts said to told you, if you were listening, he told you that Quantum Eye is going to make a device that you can have in your house that will measure the fluids in your body and monitor the proteins of your body. Well, the proteins of your body will give you the clues of any disease you might have. 
any, any virus you might have, any cancer you might have, it will be the leading indicator. And Quantum Eye right now projects that that device will cost $5,000. What do you think your insurance company is? Well, how much of your insurance comp- will your insurance company pick up of that? And as it comes to market at $5,000, and as it becomes a part of every home of every individual in the world who wants to monitor their house, how, how, what do you think that price will come down to? The first genome sequencing device costs $2 billion. It's now down to 1000 It will be 100 Do you see where we're going to be in 2030? Are you more Ned Tai? Are you more comfortable with what you own? Are you okay now that your CRISPR dropped 51%? That your edit dropped 72%? That's not as bad as Microsoft did back in 2008. Uh, How about your 3D printing uh, X1 down 62%? Do you believe that we will ever allow our country to be in the position it found itself a year ago where we didn't have masks, where we didn't have respirators, where we discovered that 80% of our pharmaceuticals were coming out of China. Do you think we will ever put ourselves in that position again? I don't think so. God, I hope not. I hope Joe and whomever replaces Joe or... I hope they recognize we can't do that because if that that if the pandemic had been a biological war, we would have lost. They would have brought us to our knees. They would have shut us down. We can't be in that position ever again. And there are companies like Palantir who will make sure that we can't or that they can't. So am I upset that Nano Dimensions is down 54%? Of course I am. But do I believe that it'll give me probably a 40x return? Not in the next 10 years. I won't have to wait till 2031 because the motivation, the motivation to, to, to bring you the cloud, to bring you e-commerce, to bring you the iPhone is, is nothing. So with that kind of motivation, I would say this, what, 90x Amazon did in since 08 to 2021, what is that, 13 years? That'll happen in much less time because the motivation to get it done is so strong. We have, we, we have no choice. We have no choice in this. We can't allow this to happen again. So... Nidhai, I'm okay with it. I've lost a lot of money too, but I'm in the right place. And if you aren't comfortable, get out and read. Read the books that I've suggested to you. Start with The Accidental Superpower so that you know how we got where we are today and what the future looks like. Then read The Big Nine. The Big Nine tells you about how artificial intelligence 
and machine learning is going to change the world and how who owns the data is going to own the world. Then read this. This is uh, the future is faster than you think. And that'll open the curtain so you can see what looks at, what the future looks like. Then read lifespan because you need to recognize that the people who own 90, 80% of the wealth in this world is the baby boomer generation and uh, let's see, what is it? Um, 10,000 of them turn 65 every day. And what is their most important priority right now? It's lifespan. They want to live longer. And then read this book. This is the crack in creation. This is all about CRISPR. This is the what is going to make your lifespan increase. I just read an article today that they're doing work now on plants where they're 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 actually with CRISPR they're they're changing and adjusting multiple genes at one time. Now this might be on a tomato right now or a pea or a, a carrot, but if they can do it in plants, they can do it in humans. This is where you need to be. If you haven't read these books, then shame on you. Uh this is what the world is all about. Right now, read 2030. It'll give you a view. I will, in 2030, I will be uh, 70, 80, 86 years old. I will no longer have my cars, my, my $200,000 $200, worth of depreciating assets in my garage. I'll pick up my phone and, and I'll touch it and Uber will bring an, an autonomous automobile to me. And me and my robot, remember I'm 86, me and my robot will go to the grocery store and we'll come back and my robot will carry my groceries in. Remember, I'm 86 years old. I'm pretty feeble. And in the world today, there are more grandparents than there are grandchildren. So robots are going to be a part of our life. This is where we're going. So be confident that you understand the future. And then look back at the past. Go down and go to uh, tradingviews.com or the, in the description, go to that link, get yourself trading views and build the confidence that you need to go forward. Okay. I don't care what happens today. I'm down another $20,000, I think today. That's okay because it really doesn't make any difference. I'm investing for 2030. That's what I think you should do. Subscribe. Uh, let's build the tribe to be bigger. Go to bestofusinvestors.com and you'll learn more about that. All right. See you tomorrow.